Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cast. I'm your host, Charlie Barons. This week, my guest is nobody. Oh, my gosh. Jeepers, Cripes. What happened? How come there's no guest booked? Well, you know that book uh, that we're writing called The Midwest Survival Guide? Yeah, yeah. That book that you've been up to like 4 a.m. the past four nights putting the finishing touches on because for the past nine months when you should have been doing that, you were just uh, kind of diddling around. Um, hmm. Interesting way to say that. I thought I'd been working pretty hard on it over the past nine months. Well, you know, not hard enough, okay? Honest to Pete, this is just like that fifth grade school project you did. You know, your state report on the on the state of Illinois, you remember that? And, and you're like, what am I going to do? I, I got to bring up the bears and I don't want to talk about the... Okay, anyway, so it is just like that. I've been working on this book called The Midwest Survival Guide for uh, a while, and uh, but it was all due this morning. And so long story short, I didn't have time to book a guest this week, but I thought what could be fun is if I just read a passage from the book for all of you. And then perhaps if you like the passage, you can go to cripescast.com and buy the book. Jeez Louise. Okay. First, you don't get a guest and now you're trying to plug your book to your loyal listeners. Why don't you do your job? Okay. That's enough. Before I get into it, I just want to thank our sponsors. Jolly Good. Best gosh darn soda you've ever had. Don't just say it like jolly good. Say it like jolly good, folks. The pride of Random Lake, Wisconsin. If you're in Wisconsin, you want a soda pop, jeepers, crime in the all Friday, get it jolly good. Okay, what are our other sponsors? Duluth Trading Company. Oh, jeepers, cripes. Don't just say it like that. Uh, Duluth Trading Company, folks. Fantastic clothes. Headquartered in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. Okay, and honest to Pete, you got to try their undies. They're so comfortable, you don't think you're wearing any. Wait, am I wearing them? Or... Oh, no, I am wearing them. See? See what I'm talking about? Find them. DuluthTradingCompany.com. Oh, shoot, and I forgot the Jolly Good website. That's JollyGoodSoda.com. Thank you for that, other Charlie. No problem, honest Pete. And if you want to come over to uh, my freezer, I do have some extra rhubarb there. That's my freezer as well. Well, then, you know, you know where it is. Okay, so uh, anyway, here is a passage from the Midwest Survival Guide. Again, you can uh, pre-order it. If you go to CripesCast.com, we got it linked. Got the image of the book, the whole deal. So now this book, generally speaking, just to give you sort of an overview, is it's, uh, you know, it's everything from like just stuff you need to survive in the Midwest, uh, like how to tie a fishing knot and, all, you know, all that basic stuff. Uh, but then there's a lot of sort of memories from growing up or stories or anecdotes or whatever from my actual life. So it's kind of a balance. And the passage I'm going to read is one of those uh, sort of cutouts from my life. So uh, it's called a fantastic memory. One of my favorite childhood memories is waking up with a surprise under my pillow. Was it money from the tooth fairy? Nope. This was worth far more. It was fishing gear. Each of my brothers got something different. Andy got hooks. Billy got bobbers. I got snap swivels, which I called hook bites and still do to this day. Because if you look at a snap swivel, when it opens up, it looks like it bites a hook. Kind of. Sort of. I was dropped as a child. Anyway, what I called them isn't important. What's important is what it meant to me. We were going fishing. And where did we go? Fond du Lac, where Grandpa Bob and Grandma Sue lived. We went to the park to be specific. Where specifically in the park? Well, that's none of your business, pal, okay? Because, you know, it's a great fishing spot. 
And Midwest people may be generous with a lot of things, but information on their best fishing spots is not one of those things. Asking someone where they caught fish is like asking someone their age, net worth, or thoughts on religion. It's just not polite. On this particular fall day, we were going for northern pike, the third biggest fish in Lake Winnebago after sturgeon and the elusive muskie. Dad told me I should use a big bobber and a minnow or small perch's bait. But I didn't get bobbers under my pillow. I got hook bites, and that's what I wanted to use. Now, Dad grew up in Fondy, and he knew the fishing. He recommended against my plan, but I tossed on a hook bite and a rubbery fish lure anyway. Nobody expected me to catch anything, and after five casts, I was bored and ready to believe them. So I sat there, just jigging the artificial bait in my boredom. Getting progressively colder and borderer until Dad noticed I was bored and told me to try something else. I retorted, no, I'm not bored. I I saw this in a fishing show. The worst thing I could do was display or admit to boredom. That was worse than lying. So I committed to jigging this artificial lure. I started playing mind games, imagining a fish biting the lure. That didn't work. I said to our fathers, nope, nothing. I started saying a Hail Mary, but stopped because my dad left the Godfather Part 2 on the week before. I tried resetting the Packers starting offense. Nada. I was so... Bored. My hands were freezing. I wanted nothing more than to get back in the car. I was to the point of never wanting to fish again. I got one! I screamed. I got one! I looked at Dad, who had that startled, you've gotta be me look in his eyes. You see, Dad had northern fishing down to his science, and here I was messing around with a banjo minnow rig on a hook bite. But it's in these moments you can tell a great fisherman. First, they get that look of jealous rage, like they're going to throw you in for getting the first fish. But then they'll scream those three magic words, get the net. And dad got the net. And I caught a three foot pickerel. It's the only one I've ever caught to this day. And it might be my favorite catch because as an impressionable child, I could feel my love for fishing slipping away with every freezing moment. But as soon as I felt that bite, I didn't just hook a pickerel. Fishing had hooked me. And yes, it was three feet. And no, I didn't take a picture. And another fishing story. My mom and dad slept with a radio alarm clock next to their bed, and they'd wake up to the radio, not the alarm. On Saturday mornings, mom and dad would greet the day with Tom Neubauer's fishing show. Clearly, the alarm clock was on dad's side of the bed. And on this particular Saturday, here's how Tom Neubauer woke up my parents. All right, folks, let's go to the phones. We've got Andy and Charlie on the phone in New Berlin. That was me and my brother, Andy just trying to become fishing famous. We didn't grow up like many do today, with celebrities on our cell phones. We grew up with Tom Neubauer on the radio. Tom Neubauer was our Justin Bieber. Andy and I would wake up early on Saturdays to get Tom Neubauer's fishing advice, and more important, gain his approval. One week, we caught some minnows in a river we weren't supposed to go by because of flooding. You better believe we called Tom to help us identify our catch. My parents proceeded to listen to their two oldest tell Tom that The walleyes were biting in Lake Winnebago right off Stinky Point, in fact. Tom asked us where we caught the minnows, and Andy said the river. Now, what Tom and his dedicated listeners must have heard on the other end of the interview was a smack and a phone fumble. That was me hitting my older brother. We knew Mom and Dad sometimes listened in. Getting caught at the river would mean we'd be sitting in a minnow trap of our own. I rescued the phone from the floor and told Tom we actually caught them in the pond. Tom told us we probably had bass minnows then. Our truth was concealed for the moment, but I still haven't forgiven myself for lying to Tom Neubauer. 
All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that passage from the Midwest Survival Guide. Again, if you liked it enough, you can get it on CripesCast.com. And I promise you, we have more guests coming in the upcoming weeks. A big, big thanks to all of you for listening to the CripesCast. And by the way, uh, it's our 60th episode, so... That is, uh, that's kind of cool. We, we sort of blew fast, blew past, blew fast. Jeez, Charlie. Wow, you really should sleep more. Um, <laughs> you know what's funny is that Colleen is editing this right now. And what you just heard was a very clean take of this uh, reading. But what she cut out is a million times where I just screwed up the words that were written right in front of me. And she's she's probably thinking, you know, well, my boss can't read anymore. Uh, pretty simple task. So um, hmm, I, th- I think things are starting to go downhill. Maybe I should apply for other jobs. Unfortunately, my company is called Cast, and that's going to be a weird uh, thing to explain on LinkedIn. So sorry twice for that, Colleen. Charlie, weren't you talking about something before you went on to this tangent? Oh yeah. So we sort of blew past our 52nd episode, which means we've been doing this for a year and uh, right 52 weeks in a year. Yep. So I just wanted to thank all of you who have been listening from the beginning and who have picked this up along the way. You know, it's, it's just been a lot of fun for me. The, the I've enjoyed talking to the guests. I feel like I learned so much from them and I learned so much from all of you who, uh, you know, sending comments or, or things that you want to know more about. Uh, we've taken a lot of those and we brought those guests on and, you know, we've looked into issues a lot of you have cared about and brought guests on that sort of represent those issues. So I just want to thank all of you for being here, listening and rating the podcast, sending in your comments, because I feel like we're building this together. Cheapers, cripes, will you play Kumbaya already? Get the hell out of here. Okay, you're right. Uh, time to wrap it up. If you do want to uh, check out this book, we got linked on the Cast website, cripescast.com. You can click on the book and buy it. Also follow Cripescast on all social media handles. That's at Cripescast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Big thanks to all of you. Uh, keep her moving. Watch out for deer. Archie dogs. Bye bye. So roll out the barrel and get the band brewing. Life's got you down. Just keep her moving. It's on Wisconsin. The Badgers say it's the old Wisconsin Jubilee. You know, sometimes when you're ice fishing, you put your foot into walleye hole and go ass over tea kettle, and you think you're done. No, you gotta keep her moving. <laughs>